Welcome to Brand Lover, honest, real, and lively conversations for flourishing entrepreneurs and budding business owners on a mission to cultivate a heartfelt brand that connects with their purpose-driven mission. My hope is that you walk away feeling inspired and refreshed with a weekly takeaway in your back pocket that you can apply to your life or business. Welcome to a very special episode of Brand Lover. This month, we're celebrating five years of Hopscotch Branding Studio, which is a little surreal, to be honest. I didn't, I don't know where the time's gone. <laughs> to be Like it's just, it's flown by. And yet, you know, there's been periods that have just felt really difficult and they've dragged on for some time. And, you know, looking back, there's been times where, I thought I was never going to break through a particular barrier that I was facing or I was never going to meet that milestone that I was striving for. And yet here we are. And although it has been like nothing I could even have described initially or expected, I am so incredibly grateful to you for being here, to my clients, for being incredibly amazing and trusting me with their business babies, um, trusting my process and my creativity and my guidance. That is probably just one of the biggest things that I certainly will never take for granted. And, you know, all of the people that have encouraged me and kept me going and my business friends and my mentors that I have, you know, helped me along my journey and, particularly my beautiful family who's always in my corner um, celebrating me and and supporting me even my children now um, see my my hard times and my good times which is um, also incredibly special but I'm not actually sure when my birthday is to be honest with you when my business birthday is because I actually started this business technically in 2007 when I first started uh, freelancing and there is a whole nother story attached to that, which I'll share in a different podcast. I don't really have time for it today, but uh, like, you know, like any sort of freelancer, I guess I was working full time uh, while I was doing freelance and I, I didn't ever have a vision for that business. It just sort of happened and it, it just you know, it grew organically and in its own time, in its own way. And after a few years, I then um, decided to give it a red hot go. <laughs> and I worked at home for a long time. Um, and then, you know, I started having my babies. And I did share this as another podcast, actually, about my, um, combining motherhood and business. So I did have a break to um, have my second, third and fourth daughters and it came such a time where I was ready to work again. I had sort of been dabbling with some other, um, you know, um, sporadically with some clients during that time as well. But um, I, I made the decision to, to rebrand entirely and really focus on a very specific niche. And I had to do a lot of soul searching to do that and um, to cut a very long, another long story short, <laughs> that's how, this is how I sort of based my branding process that I use now. 
um, oh, for my clients, this is basically the process that I have honed and um, used and applied to my own business. And, and that's also how my brand foundation and strategy program brand alchemy was born as well, based on lived experience, um, trials, errors, um, marketing degrees and everything sort of combined to, um, to, to bring that together. But the point of this was that I didn't actually have a launch date. I didn't, I just sort of decided that was it. And I started working towards it. So I'd be building my website in the evenings and, and um, yeah, just slowly inching towards that initial goal of getting the first um, branding client secured. So so having said that, I have already begun celebrating all month long because we don't have a specific date. <laughs> so you might have seen my birthday bonanza um, gifts going on um, and there's more to come. But what I want to do today is share five massive lessons that I have learned over these past five years in business. And while I was in business prior to that, these past five years have been next level. They have just been completely different to my my initial um, foray into business um, possibly I'm more motivated I have more goal driven I am more determined to um, do what I love and get, have meaning in my work than ever before and so I hope that this is useful for you. I hope that you find it interesting. I hope that these, you know, I feel like these lessons are lessons that perhaps we have to learn on our own and in our own time, but even just by shining the light on them and, and bringing awareness to them, hopefully it helps you to go through them a little bit smoother than I did perhaps, or even just to share the fact that we're all human and we all go through our own development journeys. These might be things that you already knew coming into business. Perhaps they were things that I just had to learn um, to, you know, to help me be a stronger mentor or a stronger service provider or a better mum. even. I believe that all of those things sort of feed into each other as we progress and um, develop as, as people. So here we go. Um, the first thing I want you to remember, though, is to just, you know, often just reflect, reflect on how far you come. Even if you just started your business a month ago, I guarantee that you will be further ahead in your journey um, than you will have been then. And even if it's not necessarily making a sale, but even if it's just some a lesson that you've learned or, you know, some a new way of doing something or maybe you've... Um, Maybe you've built a, a website and you've never done that before and that was a massive learning curve. But, you know, sitting at that kitchen table five years ago, mapping out what I wanted this business to be, I could never have truly imagined what would come to pass in the last five years. And so I think having that reflection time is such a beautiful gift and it gives us motivation to keep going. So with that said, <laughs> let's get into these five lessons. Okay, so lesson number one, what works for anyone, one person, will not necessarily work for another person, that person being you. So strategies, structures, customer avatars, visual aesthetics for your brand, processes, procedures, 
even marketing channels, um, what works for another brand. And you may be sort of seeing them wistfully thinking, oh, I wish I could be like them. And then you start to, you know, naturally copy um, may not necessarily work for you, even if you are in the same industry um, with a similar product. You have to find your own way. And this is very difficult um, because it takes a lot of time and a lot of um, learning and a lot of practice. Um, but you have to fail. You have to fail to know which path to take. You have to fail to learn a lesson that's going to put you and prepare you, um, put you on the right path and prepare you for where you do need to be going. So the thing is, you need to have the courage and be brave enough to get back up and to look for those lessons because without those lessons, you stay stagnant and you basically go nowhere. <laughs> um, and it's, it's a tricky thing. Um, but once you are able to recognize that and you're open to that, you're open to failing, knowing that success um, is bred from failures, then it becomes a lot easier to be subjective about that. And, you know, the more you practice it, the less um, personal attachment you have to those failures and to those lessons. But eventually, once you have learnt, you know, strategies, once you have learnt about marketing, once you have learnt how to craft your brand and all of these different aspects that go along with business is that, once you sort of have on board all of this knowledge, you are able to then um, come up with your own flavor, your own sort of recipe, and you'll, you will lean into that. And that will um, become, you know, your, your business strategy. And so that's really exciting, but you do have to go through all of the the messy, clunky learning years um, in order to figure out what's right and what's not right for you. Um, okay, so lesson number two, your version of success is not the same as anybody else's. In the early stages of business, we just automatically see others succeeding. It's, it's, it's a very hard phase to be in because we're always comparing. Like when you are only at that stage one and everything's foggy and everything's scary and nothing seems to be working, it's very easy to fall into the trap of comparison-itis. <clears throat> but comparison is truly the thief of joy. And don't let, you know, the fact that these other people are so much further ahead of you, don't let that discourage you from embarking on your journey um, because, truly like truly 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 the joy is in the journey it's not in the destination um it's in those those little wins those little progressions um and you know we can so easily fall into the trap of seeing others succeeding in a particular way and feel like that's what we need to do to experience that feeling of success but truly all it comes down to is you know, practicing gratitude every single day, focusing on your own wins and progress, no matter how small they are, as I mentioned before, and focus on the good that you're doing in the world. Um, even if you're not making sales yet, if you are focusing on your perfect customer and just aiming to make their life better in whatever way it is, um, even if you're not making sales yet, um, that's going to foster that feeling of success anyway. Um, at the end of the day, 
like we're not motivated by money. We're motivated by what money brings, <laughs> of course, and what it facilitates. Um, we're, you know, we're motivated by what money can achieve for us. Obviously, I'm referring to money because we're in business to make money, um, but it's just not enough. It's not enough to keep us you know, striving. It's not enough to help us to pick us up when we fall over. Um, money is just not enough. And that's why we need to really focus on um, our people. Um, we're all seeking to be validated and accepted, you know, and through our businesses is just one way of this. Like personally, <clears throat> every human on the planet, <laughs> that's all we ever are seeking. Um, so making sales and achieving what the world perceives as success may give you a quick um, like dopamine hit, but unless you're truly in, in tune with what lights you up and what you perceive to be successful, what motivates you and knowing your true purpose in life and what you, your mission is for this business, um, then you're not, you're not living in alignment with your true self. And even when you hit those um those targets that you are, you know, seeing other people hitting and thinking that that's going to be success for you, you're not going to have that feeling. And so to actually define what success is and living a successful life right now, by doing that, um, you're going to just feel on top of the world every single day. Um, well, maybe not every single day because we all have our ups and downs, but like truly, honestly, um, I am just living my best life because, and I truly believe it's because I focus on that gratitude every single day. And I know that um, the life that I live, even though I've worked hard for it, I know that I wouldn't have this life um, without my husband to support me and particularly financially supporting us through those years where I wasn't working and then being able to then um allow that opportunity to to build this business um, up again and so um, to to have the flexibility to drop my kids at school every day and pick them up every day and be at their sport things all the time and um, like when they're sick I'm literally just two minutes up the road I can be there for them and that to me like that's just something that I'm so grateful for and that's like I, I feel like that I've built this, that it's a, it's a, that's success to me um, to be able to go out for a coffee with a friend after school drop off like I did this morning with no, um, you know, nowhere to necessarily be at a certain time and be able to work in my creative flow, to be able to use my gifts um, that God has given me to help my clients in particular ways and mentor my students and, um, you know, help other women achieve their version of success in the way that I help them is just like, it's like just next level amazing. Like I can't even articulate how, how amazing that is. But part of that is really um, finding the joy in the journey and not getting really hung up on, um, you know, incredibly lofty um, societal expectations or um, what others perceive to be successful, I think is just shaking that off and really doing some soul searching. Um, so number three lesson is you have time on your side. There's no rush. There's no rush to build your business. 
you know, somebody who is single and has no dependents will most likely grow their business faster than a full-time stay-at-home mum who is being supported, you know, by a single family income. It's just, it's just you know, like maybe maybe there's some out like different exceptions to the rule. Of course, there's exceptions to every rule. Um, but there's, you know, there's no rush and there's no reason to put extra pressure or um, time constraints on ourselves. I believe we do need to do that um, sometimes, <laughs> depending on the situation. Sometimes we do need to do um, self-imposed deadlines. That's an in, that's another podcast as well. <laughs> um, but overall, um, like you know, the overall growth that we all just get so hung up on and so desire, um, sometimes just allowing a business to grow organically, still obviously moving forward with those baby steps. Um, sometimes that that just helps to make it more enjoyable experience and I believe that we should be enjoying this experience like it's it should be fun business should be incredibly rewarding it shouldn't be a massive stress and a massive pressure um so but unfortunately our brains like they're not logical like that (laughs) um we're all governed by our emotions and our feelings um and we all you know i we all sort of get, I don't know if it's the, the, the culture of um, in digital business, um, I, I don't know. Um, but for me, I have found that just being really gracious with myself and forgiving and, um, you know, taking a step back every now and then taking a breath and knowing that I'm doing good. Like it doesn't matter how, you know, how long it takes me to reach my vision, as long as it comes back to, you know, finding the joy in the journey. Um, But, you know, always coming back to your own progress and only, you know, running your own race, coming back to your own mission, um, your vision and your plan to get there. And, um, you know, nobody else is looking at you thinking, oh my gosh, it's taking forever to grow her business. I don't even know why she's bothering. Like, nobody's saying that and if they do you don't want them in your life anyway um but what you'll find most people are going to be thinking holy moly look at her doing all of that hard work to grow her business like she's amazing she's you know you're you honestly you are outside of the norm you are what you are doing is not normal um and you will find that there are people looking at you who you don't even realize it and, you know, thinking how much grit you've got and how they admire that you are chasing this, you know, this lifestyle for yourself. Um, quietly, they're all just thinking that they, they'll never be brave enough to do the same. And the honest truth is that they won't. Um, and I just wanted to remind you that there's no invisible stopwatch when it comes to growing your business. If you are a mom or if you've got another job or, you know, you've got other commitments that you enjoy, hobbies, interests, that's okay. <laughs> that's, that's life. That's real life. And so um, I just think that that's always such a great reminder. Um, <clears throat> okay, lesson number four. How you talk about your business matters, even though... Um, you may work from home, you may work from the kitchen table, you don't have a warehouse, you know, um, all of these things can contribute to our mindset. And I, I still get caught up in this way of thinking because I do work 
I legitimately work from home. Um, I have a studio in our house, yes, but quite often I'm working at the kitchen table um, and I look at um, friends, for example, who I um, have a friend that I met recently, another mum in a, in a sporting team. She has a law practice. And that to me is incredibly intimidating. <laughs> now, I don't know if you're listening. Um, I'm not going to say your name, but, um, you know, she's she sees clients in an office and she gets dressed up and she goes to work to, to every day. And, you know, to me, I, I just think, wow, so brave. And, you know, I compare that and we, we get caught in, you know, into this trap of comparing. Um, and, but it, it, it doesn't, you don't need to, like, I, I do run a legitimate grown-up business. It just happens to be from my house. And that was by design. And I have to remind myself that that's my version of success. Um, it all comes back to that. And, it, and that I just get so much satisfaction from working from home. I love it so much. I know that it's not for everybody. It's not for every personality type. It's not for every business type. Um, but this is, comes back to this individual um, you know, planning your business vision around your life vision. That's also another podcast entirely. <laughs> but, um, you know, even just in the way that you are speaking about your business to friends and family, um, for a long time, a lot of people didn't even know what I did. They still don't. <laughs> and and it's, it's, it's quite strange because I, I do run a like to me, a very successful, rewarding, um, incredible um, business. It just happens to be from home. And so we to get caught up into that trap of thinking that it's not as um, validated or as um, legitimate as a business that perhaps, I don't know, like a cafe up the road. Like, it, of course it is. It's a transactional. Um, if you are selling something or servicing um, somebody with something, you are running a business. So um, just be mindful of, of the language that you're using and be confident in a way that you talk about it because that will also just affect your mindset and everything that you're doing and your confidence. Um, and it's something that I'm, I'm also having to be conscious about as well. So the last lesson is that I know that in branding in particular, particularly if you've worked with me, um, you know that I'm really big on the vision, the big vision for your brand um, and creating that vision around the vision that you have for your life. Um, it's incredibly important that those two things are in alignment. Now, life changes, life circumstances change, life seasons change. Um, you are going to change. It's um, inevitable. Um, as you grow as a person, as a business owner, things will change. And so I just want you, you know, the lesson that I've learned that I would love to share with you is that your vision can be recalibrated. You are not stuck in, you know, whatever direction your business is heading right now and you're growing your brand. Uh, even if you have started out on this pathway, if you get a certain way and feel like it's not working for you or things have changed or your life circumstances have changed, um, 
don't ever, ever, ever fall into the trap of thinking that you are stuck with that. And this is exactly why we do regular brand reviews inside the branding hub is that to make sure that you are always 100% in alignment with your vision. So I'm going to share a story with you about two years into my business, this this business version of the business. Um, I'm sorry, my dog is dreaming and she's <laughs> she's um woofing a little in her sleep. So I'm sorry about that. If you can hear that on the podcast and you can't see it on the screen. Um, yeah, so I reached a point where I was heading towards this vision and I, I reached it the cusp of it a lot faster than I ever expected, which I was incredibly grateful for. But I was heading down the trajectory of starting an agency because in design, in the world of boutique design, like to me, that was the ultimate goal was to have a cute little agency. Um, you know, I was I was always imagining this beautiful office space down in Jetty Road, Glenelg, in the area that we live, like just this, you know, this cool hip place um, with a coffee machine and a place to have like couches and stuff to meet with clients. And I was going to hire a whole bunch of designers. It was going to be amazing. And I reached this point and Matt and I, we really had to sit down and and figure that out, like really, truly think about it because it, like, seriously, that was where I was headed and it was not too far away from, from that point. Um, and I just, it didn't feel right for me. And, you know, as much as the idea was so romantic, um, I realized that as a mum to young kids, being able, having to show up to an office every single day from a certain amount of hours, um, actually didn't align with the lifestyle that I wanted and it didn't align with the lifestyle that I wanted to give my kids and it didn't even align with my personality type <laughs> and all of a sudden I was like oh wow okay so that was a big wake-up call and that this is why I have included this um, type of work um, and process into um, the brand review process that we use because it's so important to keep on top of it because if you go, you know, you can you can end up on a pathway um, that is well outside what you actually truly desire. And to be in touch with that is just so important. And it's such an incredible gift to be able to be in touch with that. So, um, so I recalibrated my vision and I'm still working towards, um, you know, that. But also um, a little while ago, I was, I was listening to um, the founder of Booktopia and he had a, um, an, a similar situation where they had been working towards this vision and they actually achieved the vision um, that they were striving towards and his employees actually noticed the, the change in him and his like he'd shifted into a different gear when there's nothing to work towards to keep you motivated um, you just sort of slow down and that's a human nature thing and so he actually said that was a big wake-up call for him and that to actually recalibrate the vision and set a new vision that it's okay to do that um, and so he did and of course that renewed him and that revived him and that so I would encourage you today to really just think about like the end goal and where are you headed and whether or not that's in alignment with you know, where you want to be and how you want to be living your life. And I think that's a really good lesson to finish up with. So 
Um, obviously, I've learned so many more lessons, a lot more specific lessons, even to my own business and my own industry and my life and the way I'm living it and the way that I do things. But these are just some of the really big golden nuggets that I find myself relearning over and over and over again and that I have to keep coming back to. And, and if anything else, I would love to hear from you to find out if, you know, these are types of things that you're learning as well or if you've been in business for some time, whether or not these things are things that you've had to learn or, you know, I would also just love to hear your big golden nuggets as well. Um, hopefully this has been helpful to you but also I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here thank you for supporting my business especially over the last five years um, it's been one heck of a journey <laughs> that's for sure and I love it I love every single minute of it I'm so passionate about what I do and um, without you um, listening and without you sort of um being in my world I would have nobody to share it with so thank you so much Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this week's episode of Brand Lover, take a screenshot of wherever you're listening and share your biggest takeaway on Instagram or Facebook. And don't forget to tag me. I'd love to give you a shout out and thank you personally. Also feel free to subscribe and leave a review to help the Brand Lover podcast reach more heart-aligned entrepreneurs just like yourself. Thanks again and I'll see you next week.